You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 64 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the hottest investment topics, and I don't know if we can call it an actual investment, but one of the biggest topic areas over the last couple months has been I-savings bonds issued through the United States Treasury. And the reason for that is because the interest rate that these bonds are paying to people are way more than what they're getting in traditional bank products while offering the same guarantee of not losing any money regardless of what happens in the economy. So in this podcast episode, I briefly just want to explain what I-bonds are, how they work, and a couple of different characteristics of I-bonds that I think everybody should be aware of. So to start, I-bonds stand for inflation savings bonds. So a lot of people are probably familiar with what savings bonds are. Whether you gave savings bonds as a gift to people, those actual paper savings bonds, or if you were the recipient of paper savings bonds from people who gave it to you on your birthday or on a holiday or a special occasion, you probably had experience with savings bonds. They were a popular option for people to use as an investment vehicle in the past because interest rates were a lot higher back then than they were or are right now. So savings bonds have not been that popular over the last five, six, seven years because interest rates have steadily come down and people have had the opportunity to get better interest on their money or a better return on their money using other investment alternatives, replacing savings bonds. But lately, there is a popular savings bond called an I-savings bond. And again, the I stands for inflation. And why it's become so popular is because that interest rate that that bond pays is tied to the last six months of inflation in our economy. So the inflation number that gets used is the CPIU, which is just the more general inflation number, which is the general increase in price of the costs and services and goods that we use in America. And they look at inflation over the last six months and they go, if inflation's gone up, we're actually going to increase the interest rate on these I-bonds. And because inflation has shot up dramatically, so has the interest rate that these I-bonds are paying. And it shot up to the point where currently right now, um, as we sit in June, it's paying 9.62%. But it's important for everybody to know that the interest rate that these I-savings bonds pay change every six months. So every six months, they reevaluate where inflation goes and where it's going determines and how high inflation is determines what the next six-month rate will be. And they list the annualized rate, but they can only guarantee that rate for six months. So if you want a better predictor of what the guaranteed rate is over the next six months, take that annualized rate, which right now is 9.62, and divide it by two. And people also need to remember that there are actually two interest rates that make up the rate that the I-bonds pay investors. The first rate is a fixed rate, and that's the rate that gets locked in for the life of the savings bond. So if you bought the savings bond in 2021, whatever the fixed rate was at that time, you can guarantee that your I savings bond will pay at least that for however long you hold the bond. 
and the maximum term that iSavings bonds pay are 30 years. So it's going to be for a very long time. And then the added interest on top of that is the inflation interest rate that they add, which is directly tied to what inflation has been over the last six months. What a lot of people don't realize is that that fixed rate has been at zero for a couple of years because general interest has been extremely low. So what people have been getting over the last handful of years and specifically over the last 12 months is that inflation interest rate. And people need to be aware that that number is not fixed and guaranteed for the life of the bond. That will change. It could ultimately go up or it could come back down. But people need to know that every six months that gets reevaluated and that new rate gets applied every May 1st and every November 1st. So twice every single year. So if you're interested in iSavings bonds, where can you go and buy an iSavings bond? Well, the easiest way to do it is to go to the treasurydirect.gov website and you can buy any, any electric or electronic bond that you want. However, there is a limit on what you can purchase each year. And that limit is $10,000 per person. So if you are married, you can buy $10,000. Your wife can buy $10,000 worth. You can buy $10,000 in a custodial account for your young children if you wanted to. Um, I believe you can buy $10,000 worth for a trust. I think there's a way where you can buy $10,000 worth for your business as well. In addition to that $10,000 cap, you can also buy an additional $5,000 per tax return filed if you have up to $5,000 of refund coming to you after you file your tax return. So hypothetically, you could buy up to $25,000 if you're a married filing jointly couple every single year. $10,000 for spouse one, $10,000 for spouse two. And if you have at least $5,000 of tax return money refund coming to you at the end of the year, you could actually use that and purchase an additional five thousand dollars. So going online is the easiest way to do it. You can actually get paper savings bonds if you request them through the purchase of those savings bonds through refunds you receive the next year after you file your taxes. So just know that you can't go to treasurydirect.gov and buy paper savings bonds. Those need to be purchased based off of the refund you get on your tax return that following year. You also cannot buy I-bonds in a Roth IRA or an IRA account. So I-savings bonds are not a brokerage product. A financial advisor can't sell them to you directly. You have to go out and purchase those on your own. And taxable money is what is allowed to be used. And when I say taxable money, it's money that is sitting in your checking or savings account or in some other liquid area. You can't take money from an IRA and roll it over to buy in iSavings bonds, and you can't buy these iSavings bonds in a Roth IRA. So it's got to be taxable money. The nice thing is, though, that the interest you earn every single year is deferred. So you actually don't have to pay taxes on what you earn every single year until you pull the money out. And that brings me to my next important point is how liquid or illiquid are these iSavings bonds? So between months 0 and 12, so that first year, it's completely illiquid. You can't redeem an iSavings bond. You have to keep it in for at least one year. If you redeem the iSavings bonds or pull it out within year one and five, between years one and five, you only lose out on the last three months worth of interest. So that's a pretty good deal in my, my eyes compared to other products who are far more rigorous when it comes to the illiquidity of their products, the rates of return they're guaranteeing, 
and the the guarantee of no loss. And when I talk about that, I'm talking specifically about annuity products because those compare best to um, iSavings bonds right now, in my opinion. And then finally, after year five, if you wanted to pull those bonds out or cash them in, they are completely liquid and there's no penalty associated with it. And like I mentioned before, those I-bonds will pay interest for 30 years. And once you get to that 30-year mark, they basically mature. You can keep them in there, but they're not going to pay you anything. So you might as well pull them out and move them somewhere else. So years or year one, illiquid. Don't redeem or don't think about redeeming them. If you want to invest in I-bonds, make sure that this is not money you're going to need to use in the next 12 months. Years one through five, you only lose out on the last three months of interest if you pull it out early. And after year five, you have no penalty. They are completely liquid. So those are the big points of I-bonds that I think everybody needs to be aware of. Again, May 1st, November 1st, or when they reevaluate rates, you're going to want to make sure to keep an eye on those because that fixed rate is at zero and I anticipate that staying at zero for a while. So you could see some fluctuation for, to the upside and more likely to the downside if inflation starts slowing down once the interest rate gets reevaluated coming up in November of 2022. So just keep an eye on that and know that if you do want to take advantage of I-bonds, use money you know you're not going to have to use or need to use over the next year because you can't redeem these within the first 12 months. So there you have it. That's a little um, education on I-bonds. It's why they're so popular lately because of that high 9.62% annualized interest rate. But that could change and it could get lower come November or it could get higher if inflation continues to increase like we've seen it do over the last 6 to 12 months. If you have any other topics, questions, concerns, email podcast at farmdfp.com. Otherwise, thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again in the future. And until then, FarmD Nation, happy planning. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.